When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. And now, it's time for... Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Hi there. Welcome back to Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. That's right. My name is Mike Sweeney and you are Jesse Gaskell. Still am. And uh, we're writers for Conan. Still are. <laughs> and this is part two. Yeah. This We've is our never first done a part, part two. two. I know. It never occurred. <laughs> well, usually we're like, do we have a part one? We need to one? fill time. Yes. I think it's a part one. <laughs> but this is a part two of, um, because, well, it involves the uh, very loquacious Jordan Schlansky. Yes. So I'm surprised it's only a two-parter. I know. We had to just pull the plug on the entire studio to get <laughs> him out right. of here. It wasn't just Jordan. Uh, we were talking about two of her travel shows, one to Italy, one to Japan, both featuring Jordan Schlansky. And we also spoke with Jason Schlemmy, our master field producer. Mm-hmm. And, and Frank Smiley. Frank Smiley, who yeah. joined us in Italy. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, you could go back and listen. That's all about Italy. It's it's all about Italy. We talked about uh, Jordan and Conan's road trip through Italy, mm-hmm. all the stops they made along the way when they giggled during their wine tasting in uh, Chianti. <laughs> if you want to hear giggle chat, not, uh, not the actual giggling, but talking about giggling. Jordan preparing his body for a new drawing class. Right. And uh, listening to fart sounds in their vintage Cinquecento then you can go check that episode out. It was our last week's episode. Um, But today we're going to be covering Japan. Yes. Our trip to Japan. Right. Which came right after going to Italy. Yeah. It went so well in Italy. Yes. We thought, let's order up more Jordan Schlansky. (laughs) So here's part two with Jordan Schlansky, Jason Schlemmy, and Frank Smiley. And we're just talking trip to Japan. So Japan, um, we had a little more time to plan. And uh, Jordan, you were also part of the Japan trip. Had you? How many times had you been to Japan before that? Just once. Oh, just once. Okay. But I was always infatuated with Japanese culture. But I yes. was, I'll say now, I was very surprised at having been invited to Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, because I didn't have like um, a, a hardcore, well-known connection to Japan. So uh, I'm still surprised that I was asked. <laughs> and I, I re- frankly don't know, unless you had the Makio thing already in your back pocket, <laughs> I don't know why I, I went to Japan with you two guys. Segments? It was just Toilet and three. And uh, no, oh, and there was uh, there was, was the, 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 the two uh, fans. You had a Kaiseki meal. The Kaiseki meal, right. the toilet, and then yeah. the two fans who you surprised. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, right, right. The right, married couple. Right. We, yeah. we, I, I talked to you about Japan because I was curious about your experience with it. And you'd said you'd gone. And was, you, I'm sorry. Was Japan right after Italy? When did we go? Was it, it was right was it, after. It was right after. It was the next one. So we're, okay. We're oh. still in the Schlansky so we high. So yeah, I was going to say, I think that that just spoke to how well the Italy trip went. And we... It and then so I wasn't funny. asked back after that, so I'm assuming Japan did not do no, as well. Japan was great. Yeah. So, but I talked to you about your experience in Japan, and you mentioned the Karate Kid two, and mm-hmm. then it was you loved it. Uh, you loved Japan because it was filmed in Okinawa and everything. And then I Googled the movie, and that's where I learned it was and that's, shot. That's in why Hawaii. the trip happened. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why it happened. That, yeah, for that well, one. It was sure. just to catch you in one. I was tiny... like, oh my god, it was shot yes. in Hawaii, and then we we went about. But you know, the, Ralph Macho did not. Send he, that, it was like the day before, maybe well, the day of. We were going to bust you on it. And then I think Regardless. it was Conan's idea to get Ralph Macchio 
to make the video. And it's yes. like, oh, that's of course. perfect. So much better. And he that video came in like three hours before the dinner. Wow. We didn't oh. we didn't have it. So it was he was gonna verbally do it and then it was like, oh, here it is, and the video from Ralph. He Macho. did not. Conan the whole time, understanding now that he knew he had that in his back pocket. I saw no hints that anything like that was coming. He, <laughs> right. he, mm -hmm. and he was patient enough. But that yes. was a long dinner. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah. You were so yeah. aggressive with him in that dinner. You were going. You were like punch. You was just. You were, I've never seen you go after him and like that. And he was that. taking it because he, he knew, knew he, had right. it. he had this. Well, he's yeah. also getting, we edited that. That was a long edit because there, he was getting you too. And, and there had to be a bat. We tried to keep it so it was a balance. So you weren't like, oh, Jordan's being too mean and, or Conan's being, so it, it was kind of keeping it balanced up to that moment a little bit. But, but man, I'll, you like, I'm curious now that we're here, why do you remember? Like you were aggressively, was it just your thought? Like, oh, this is it, it what wasn't, people like. You had or? to make it worth it, it. It wasn't, honestly, it wasn't, it was not a deliberate choice. Okay. And, and it never I is. I, I guess my reactions happen organically. Yeah, okay. And that that's one of the benefits you guys uh, don't like to tell me in advance. You tell, <laughs> like to tell me as little as possible, you know. Right. Clearly for a trip like this, you have to let me know to pack a right. bag. But otherwise, if you have the option to just send a camera crew into my office, you'll take it. Right. And um, it may please you to know that I don't uh, pre-plan how, how I'll behave. Good. Well, you know what it goes back to? when we were in Dallas. Yeah, and you, we, you mentioned we, that. And we went cowboy Because I mentioned that Stetson, oh, right. Stetson was from New Jersey and all that. And you went off on a 10-minute thing on Stetson. I've traveled extensively mm -hmm. across Texas. I assumed you I knew we are doing it and you you prepared this it's, stuff. Oh. Uh, you, you asked me multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> but never. I was being thorough. Never uh, recorded there, there on were audio. You know, there have been multiple times where I've been questioned by various writers on okay. the show uh -huh. yes. about the, some of the things I say. Yes. Uh, um, mm -hmm. I remember writers came to my office one day and they said, hey, we want to ask, who writes your tweets? <laughs> and I said, I, I write them. Right. I mean, I don't even uh, write them. I just type them. Did they want to submit them. a packet? No, I, and they did not believe that I didn't write. And then oh, that huh. was another situation where you came to me and said, oh, you know, did you research that or whatever right. it was? And uh, no, no. Oh, that well, no. that's very impressive. Um, is very impressive. I just assumed well, I was like, oh, we, we shouldn't tell Jordan where we're going because he's going. Well, to. yeah, I think even at pre, I think there was I, such success with the. I guess the coming in late one was the first ambush, if, if you'll use that term, of many, of many. Yeah, and and I guess <laughs> the results were good enough that, and, right. and in that case, the ambush was justified. That, it was the that premise. Was a justified it was the ambush. premise of the whole bit, but yeah. I think that it worked. Right. And then um, the thought was, well, this worked. Let's not mess with it. But like, if right. the old ones on on uh, late night that Frank uh, came up with, right. the, there were the Italian dinner, and, right. and just mm -hmm. the, there was one during the writer strike where uh, I was fully aware of those, and those right. uh, did well too. So I'll <laughs> still argue. That's true. I'll still so argue methods. that cluing me in advance doesn't necessarily hurt it, unless right. the premise mm -hmm. is such that it depends on my ignorance. Well, and I'm sure you started to smell out when. I, I mean, it wasn't just that you came in every day. Afraid that a remote oh, no. might be oh, no, I was. You, you, you no, 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 I was. I absolutely was. Would you come okay. in camera uh, like every day? You'd be like, uh. <laughs> there's no camera ready for me, but uh, at any moment, see, the problem there's is there's no camera ready because he's always when camera you've ready. Been, when well, you've been terrible. ambushed, I, I apologize. When you've been ambushed a few times, yeah. Oh. Even if you don't get ambushed again, you don't yeah. know that you're not going to get ambushed <laughs> right. again. So every time I was called down to this day, every time oh. I was called down to Conan's office for a legitimate reason, oh. part of me expected to see a camera crew in there. And like, are you, a see, lot me, of, you see me come by and just speak? My well, that, you were a big tip off. But yeah. like a lot of the things, too, was one of the excuses to get me in the office at a certain day and a certain time for, for one of these instances was that there was a fictional meeting. So I got an invite mm. to a meeting about right, something right. that had basis in maybe what I was working on at the time. And then it turned out to not be a meeting. So then again, going forward, when I would get meeting requests that didn't sound completely justified, I was almost certain that this was just uh, an excuse to get me. But then so there were plenty a lot of, of unjustified meetings that just happened. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess so. That goes, and, but to this day, right. because now we're not in the office on, on a regular schedule, this being mm -hmm. the office, right. we're not here on a regular schedule. So when I get called in for something, 
Uh, now it occurs. You're sure. It occurs to me that there could be some um, ulterior yeah. motives. Yeah, <laughs> is that a hard way to live your life? It is. I mean, you know, terrible. again, I, I don't. I didn't necessarily change anything about the way I would behave when I was on camera, so it wasn't a big deal in that respect. But you know, sometimes you want to just sit and relax and know that you're not going to be <laughs> exposed in that way. The the macho thing was the first time I actually saw like. I felt bad for you. Like he, his dream. But I didn't feel bad. I know that was the whole thing. It looked, and it like, looked like you, you looked just, devastated. You, you looked that, devastated. That, that was inconsequential to Dev- me. The fact that that and I made an error in the shooting location of a movie uh-huh. was inconsequential uh, to, right. to me, at least from my own perspective. Yeah, yeah. It did not diminish my appreciation for the movie. It did not even diminish my desire to go to Japan because of what I saw in the movie, because I understand that movies are fake. And they were presenting something that may as well have been in Japan because mm-hmm. it looked that way sure. and, and kind of the represented the Japan. culture. I don't yes, think you're being truthful right now. No, that was, I know you guys, it worked comedically to have me devastated in that moment, but the reality reality is because the venomous that he's talking about like after you found out after that happened you were on the attack even more than i've ever seen that's when it all started yeah i I guess i was reacting to like the the way the energy was going in in the conversation but uh (laughs) again it it wasn't deliberate and i wasn't actually upset okay it was just it was more a matter of fact like oh okay You were already traumatized from it was going to meetings me, every day yeah. and waiting for. A <laughs> I see crew comedically to show up. why it worked, but part part of my reaction was like, I can't believe he went to all this trouble right. to get Ralph Macchio mm. to record this message um, and you know present it. And after a, an hour and a half of sitting here, like it takes it takes restraint <laughs> to have that there for an hour and a half and not like show it sooner, especially given the conversation. Yeah. So in Japan, that was a little different than Italy because we were filming a few segments with you that we already mentioned. Um, the Kaiseki meal, uh, we went to the Toto toilet showroom and then um, surprised some fans. But w- you were not in every segment. So what were you doing during your downtime? I, I felt uh, burdensome being on that trip. I, really? uh, yes, mm-hmm. I was very self-conscious that because those are you guys have small crews. Mm-hmm. And, and by design, that enables you to move around. There are fewer people to transport, fewer people to house. And I felt, because I was only in a few of the segments, and arguably I didn't even need to be in all of those segments. I guess the Kaiseki one would be the, the critical one. But, you know, the segment with that married couple would have happened whether I was in it or not. So right. I felt, I felt yeah, I felt like a burden. Uh, did you come with you us in the other shoots? I forgot. Yeah, I did. You, you did. were with us very Oh, you uh, did. I did. Uh, I, I didn't go with you guys when you flew to, you flew up north to. No, you missed that. To Conan Town. Yeah. I didn't go to that one, but smart, I went to the, move. I went to the mm-hmm. one in Tokyo. Um, and I felt uh, like a burden, but uh, but you were no. also there. I th- I mean, I think Conan likes you being we around. Fun. We had fun times and off camera. You yes. could help uh, find restaurants and we, we, yeah, take him yeah. out to we sushi did. dinners. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There were a couple of dinners that we had with Conan. I was a sushi mm-hmm. taster. Yes, right. Uh, we went. You guys, you were, you two were there. Yeah, I was there. We went to a dinner at the Mandarin Oriental Sushi right. Bar, which I had been to previously. And um, was it the you like took in the penthouse? There. It was beautiful Con- at the very top of. Here's the thing about Conan. He's like, uh, he's portrayed as a sophisticate. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's like By a, of a certain yeah. stature. He has an edu- you know, mm. a formal education. Sure. He's got a reputation in the comedy You're world. a lot into his Harvard education. I'm yes. saying people think, people think he's, you know, a high class. I've gone in him. We've done um, Dartmouth College. We went to and did an event mm-hmm. there. He's like respected by academics. Yeah. Okay. Right. But there's another side to him, which um, I don't think people know about. And uh, Conan uh, is, I'll just say, selective he's a, he's with what he monster. eats uh, sometimes. He and eats not garbage. necessarily for health reasons. You know, in the same way a child may not like uh, onions, he has some um, preferences, dietary preferences. So when he we were— He only eats pizza. When we, well, he, <laughs> he certainly loves uh, pizza. Um, but Hamburgers. when we were—yeah, those are safe foods for him. But, you know, the thing is, when you go to a really nice sushi dinner in Japan, it's almost always omakase, where you don't choose what you get. The chef gives you mm-hmm. uh, course after Looks course. Fresh. And you would certainly not want to insult the chef by not eating something. Because right. as you may know, Japan values honor above, potentially above all else. And uh, we, the chef would put down a piece of sushi in front of all of us. And I would, he would, the arrangement was I was sitting next to Conan. You guys would just eat happily what was ever put in front of you. I would taste mine. Uh-huh. He would look at me. 
Mm-hmm. I would give him a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And I wasn't rating the quality of the food. I was rating whether he would he like would it. it. And he how do you know guy. if he would eat it? Yeah, well, I'll tell you why. If it tastes <laughs> like t- fish no, or not? I'll tell you why. Because he <laughs> said, um, when we were talking about going to dinner, he said, hey, maybe we can go to a dinner, maybe someplace that has like a salmon sushi. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's like a sugarfish order. Like I bet yeah. you this guy orders from Sugarfish, which was near his house, uh-huh. and he gets the salmon sushi, and that's like his safe thing uh-huh. that he likes. The fact that he deliberately said salmon sushi tells me that he's very selective about his sushi. And then I kind of guess I had the conversation with him, uh, like when eel would come, mm-hmm. I would uh, give that the thumbs down. I loved the eel, but I knew that he wouldn't texture. So then I yeah. had to, yeah, that's the thing. So I had to eat whatever and he rejected. So the chef would not be offended. So at an omakase dinner is already quite filling. I don't eat so much. I believe in small portions spread out frequently throughout the day. Um, Wait, so did you eat Conan? So it, I would eat the ones that he wouldn't want. So yeah, so I ate. I ate a lot because uh, so yeah. He, he's he's. Was there so a salmon eventually? Meals. Was there eventually a salmon? I don't know that there was a. Maybe we, there was a salmon. Could we have just ordered him like a teriyaki bowl? That no. He would have. That's liked that's that. That's against the whole theory of an okay. omakase dinner. Um, so yes, I see a different side of Conan. Now that's something you would do for a child. Yeah, I'm not saying mm-hmm. only for a child. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to offend the man that's not even here, but I'm saying, let's be honest, if you had a child and you went to a Nikase dinner, you you might taste it and say you wouldn't like this one or, you know, go uh, ahead. Um, I wouldn't take a child to an omakase no. dinner. Have you done that? Do you take your children to omakase? I, uh, no, I, I, uh, I'm just using that as a reference for, okay. for his particular brand of pickiness. Yes. You know. I, I know what he likes to mm-hmm. eat, and they're very like they're typically very safe foods: bacon, uh, <laughs> you know, potatoes, like uh-huh. you know, meat and potatoes type, mm-hmm. <laughs> salmon wrapped in bacon. <laughs> You're like the the king's uh, food taster. I, I didn't I get, realize I, that. I guess that, you yeah. literally know his palate and whether to give a thumbs up or down. I recommend it at one of the time. I don't know. I don't remember the chronology of that trip, but somehow Conan and I were on our own for lunch, just the two of us mm. underneath our hotel. I think there was a concourse with yes. restaurants right. and, right. and oh. I, and, and, and he said, I need something to eat. I had just eaten. I think I just met up with him in the lobby uh, unexpectedly. And he said, I need something to eat. And I'm thinking like, what would he like in Japan? And then I came up with the perfect thing. Absolutely perfect for him. Tonkatsu, fried yeah. pork, mm-hmm. and um, and we went. There was one of the best places was right in the concourse, yeah. and uh, and I like took it? And he loved it. Oh, good. And, and, uh, yeah, and I I had to eat again. I had just eaten, but I <laughs> I guess for whatever reason I felt obligated to eat with him. So that was another situation. But yeah, fried pork is perfect for him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Even even more so even more so than salmon sushi. Yeah. Like I think he's found his new go to uh-huh. meal in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's good that you shared your uh, radio time with Jason. I was going to say, I'm glad these beers are here because you're, 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 you I'm, I'm answering the questions no, that are asked of me. I appreciate it. I, I, I assume we're, this was, I was booked for two hours. You guys are talking about like we're wrapping up. <laughs> My appointment calendar is two hours. I, you could, you're like, we're wrapping up already. We it's been like it's been commute. like 23 minutes. I, I assume no. Shalami's going to no, have been. ample time. It's I couldn't a, believe we moved on to Japan so quickly. Uh, we like, <laughs> barely scratched the surface of Italy. We talked about prosciutto for about a half hour, right? <laughs> Anything more to add? Jason? I have nothing else to add. That was perfect. Miller Lite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At um, 1 p.m. We talked a little bit about the Toto Toilet Showroom. I uh, this was my first experience with Toto toilets. I now have one at home. Um, do you? Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Oh, that's nice. Do you have one at home, Jordan? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, you have the actual toilet, or just like what, what's the thing called? Tushy? Is there something? I have, well, I, it's a Toto toilet with the bidet attachment. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but it ain't hot and gold or? No, it's a more basic version. Yeah. 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 You're happy. I would love one. <laughs> <laughs> they were impressive. Uh, oh my God. There was one in our hotel. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was the best. I mean, it I would mean, open when you walked. my friend. Yeah. You walked in the door and right. it would open and yes. then it would sing, a, sing you a little song. Oh, it was the best. And did it have a yeah. face? Am I misremembering? My, if I was I drinking, like it, it was had smiling at me. Yeah. <laughs> There was also a PR issue with them. Yes. Um, at, 
I remember at one point I was instructed to sit on a toilet. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the toilet was made to spray. Right. I was wearing pants. Oh, right. Um, right. So my pants were soiled. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, wait a second. Well, they were, they were wet. Not with well, shit. No, there's a... No. Who, yeah. Why would you go there? <laughs> I, I, you, when you why, say you're... <laughs> you're trying to why, I mean, out of all the types of soil that exist... You mentioned soil before, I, and you described that as... There, plenty waste. of times. It doesn't mean any time you hear soil, you should go to human soil. There we go. There it is. I'm not... No. I'm so crazy. When someone says they soiled their pants, that means they shit their pants. I didn't say I soiled my pants. I said my pants were soiled. I guess that might be a way to. I guess that might be a way to say that you soiled your pants. It's kind of you know, what you I'm could saying have had is potting soil on your pants. No, this was this was water. And my pants were soiled with water, okay. so there was like a water stain. Your pants were it wet. Felt, yes, my fan, my pants were wet. Wait, so uh, why were they mad? I forgot. Well, the problem is they are a dignified, honorable company, okay, yes. right. and they don't want to show somebody making fun of their spray by sitting on a, a toilet with pants Close. on and having yeah. the spray. They just felt it was juvenile. <laughs> I don't disagree. And the point is my pants were soiled with water, <laughs> and uh, and I was wearing those so pants. loud, Jordan. I, I was wearing those pants for the remainder of the shoot, and the evening, I was sitting in the van with soiled, with water that pants. That was the last wet shoot pants. of the day. That was the wet. last thing we did. Nevertheless, yeah. when you have wet pants in that, mm -hmm. this is not my knees. Yeah. This is like wet, Your, this the is buttocks. the entire yeah. buttocks, yeah. and uh, probably, <laughs> probably the entire region front and yeah, back right? was, yeah. wet, right. was wet was yeah. wet and uh we weren't even allowed to use that in the final edit oh. no we were so i felt oh. like i was i was wet for nothing for not. i was uh, soiled for no reason sorry yes oh they, uh. yes so that was an objection that they had Yes, it got no, a little, they, there was a little tension. I remember our yes, translator right. going yes, back and yes, forth yes. with him about, and then they kind of laid down we some rules. We had to rules. quickly leave. <laughs> we we did scuttle out of there. Yeah. 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 But in the end, like, uh, I don't think we portrayed them in a negative light at all. No. In fact, it's quite the opposite. And we'll say yes. flat out, they're like probably the best made toilets. My plumber oh, yeah. here has recommended yes. those toilets. And, um, of course. Oh my yeah, God. The, their it's innovation the is. The gold standard. Yeah. yeah. We were the idiots. We're always the idiots. Yeah. Think you might get a free one from this? I know. Uh, no. No. I, I, no, no. There have been so many instances where I was thinking, oh, we really extolled the virtues of a right. certain product. Right. We did a bit, we did a, seg a recurring segment called product reviews, which right. were mm -hmm. not sponsored. And there were so a fan, a lot of fans saw that was scripted and sponsored, right. but they weren't. They were right. just products that I used. And I was certain that I would get. Oh, and you never, you never got sent. And anything? I never got no for from all for all the time that I spoke about Norelco hair trimmers. Yeah, right. uh, I was certain that I would get something. Um, oh, they sent the. Oh, they, body I, they did send the show. They sent everybody. They sent an audience they, once. I forgot what it was. Maybe they um, just didn't send it to you. Oh, yeah. I feel like they discontinued the BG twenty thirty eight, which is the one I, I still use. By the way, I, I have my old model that lithium battery is reaching the end of life, but uh, their new ones are just too uh, ornate. They have like stands. They want to take over your whole bathroom. Like, here's the Tell thing: when I'm when I'm using a shaving device, yes. it's like for one specific purpose. I don't need it to take over my whole bathroom. I don't need a stand. I don't need like oversized. I just want something demure that'll mm. remove the hair from my body. But like a lot of times they make these things like unnecessarily, like look how many accessories we have. Look at this uh -huh. charging stand right. with like room for five different brush heads. It cuts prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You still keep up with the body grooming every single day? Yeah. Every day? Yeah. Uh, wow. No, no, twice Even a week. Even after the pandemic? Twice a week, Tuesdays okay. and Fridays. <laughs> Tuesdays and Fridays. And the During zoom, the pandemic, did the I pandemic affect your it grooming did, it habits? Did. Yeah. yeah, I was I was not concentrated. Well, you had a beard you had for a, a while. Beard. Yeah, uh, I, mean, you, I certainly yeah I did. Yeah. Uh, there was no there you're was no your hair old removal. self now. I feel like yeah, yeah he's back. Uh, like you're ready for a remote every day. You can take your shirt yeah. off right now. Yeah. Physically yeah. speaking, yeah. Uh, I would do remove hair from my body in the same uh -huh. configuration that I, I previously did. Same configuration. configuration. Yeah, in the pandemic, when I was not keeping up with the hair removal, I hadn't seen myself without manicuring in many years, and mm -hmm. uh, I I did not know what was to it expect. exciting. Um, it was like barbaric, but again, that was like that fit that fit the sentiment of the times. You know, I didn't mind feeling like a Neanderthal mm, sure. because mm -hmm. I felt like a Neanderthal for many reasons. You know, yeah, yeah. it was about survival. Can we see your chest? Yeah. Come on. I mean, you know, now I feel off. now I feel well, like it's gratuitous. You know, I, I feel I guess I need to feel like it's part of the. I mean, can well, we just, see yours? just let us see it. it can we, I, you know, yeah. Why, I'll if show you take you mine. your shirt off, yeah, I'll oh, take sure. my shirt off. Sure, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. we all do. Oh, wow, yeah. this is great. Go ahead. Okay, Frank's you have to doing take it. Yours off, Frank. Um, if I'm going to do this, you have to do it too. Yeah, I take it back. I take it back. Before you before you pass the point of no return, I take it back. Man, 
After seeing Frank, we should have shot Frank's lead for work. <laughs> I, I'm just very curious. I don't want to take up time and something okay. like that's nowhere. But I, right. one of the things I don't no. know about Italy and Japan mm-hmm. is which of you writers... So this is now Jose, Jesse, mm-hmm. and Sweeney. Jose Royal. Came up and with, I, I know which, right. Frank's Frank was following. also involved yes. in the Italy show. Frank, yes. uh, I don't want to attack you. I don't want to, I don't want to even say this after some of the exchanges that we have recently, but Frank's idea was the most, let's say, avant-garde. And um, I, I personally did not like the idea, but again, I'm not, I'm not judging it comedically. I'm judging it in terms of like, is this something I'd want to do when I go to Italy? And I don't, uh, it was, it, it is available that we went to. No, it's not available. It's, it's not available no. online. What? What, what I, the, when what I, I shot at Viareggio, do you remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Carnival, Carnival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. That was, it was, it was chaos. And, and uh, I was, uh, yeah. And there was yeah. one point where we were on the float and you're like, stop pretending to look so miserable. And I remember thinking, I'm not pretending. This you is, are miserable. This, yeah, miserable. That was miserable. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a strange. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, it was a strange, strange. Were there screaming for something? Right. Oh, yeah. was recognized by Koreans. Uh, but uh, the, the, anyway, my, my original question was I never know which of you wrote which bits, which of you came mm. up with the idea. Again, one of the things about the truffle was it was fortuitous that we had this comedic storyline in there, but we, it was unexpected. What did you think would happen? Which bits of Italy did each of you write? Oh, gosh. Jesus. Pretty collaborative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, it's so. Jose had the, the sound machine, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the answer is you wrote almost all. I know. But that's yes, your, your yes. trip. Yeah. yeah, but who came up with it's the it's We create a really giant document yes. where we're pitching. And then at the at, after it goes onto the document, I, I think we all forget who had ownership over it. Because yes. we can, we yes. can all. That's, right. that's humble of you. Anything. But one thing I want to say that viewers honestly may not realize <laughs> is these bits are made or broken by the writer because it's it well uh, let me let me finish it on our mm. show on our show the writer would also act as producer and and mm-hmm. almost most importantly the editor mm. and i believe yeah. that the way these bits are not only conceived but edited is of primary importance to their overall success and again i knew i had the a team and i'm not just saying that to flatter you guys also of course there was more time to work on a travel show like this versus a daily show but right. you would really tweak these things in the end and that was something that frank was great at uh, on the on those late night bits was we, I remember when we shot that dinner back in 2008, I, my reaction to it was just like lukewarm. And then in the edit room, you made it into something great. And that's always the way it goes. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, you're also coming up with ideas on the spot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Are, yeah. 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 The success of these remotes is 100% Conan O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like, like even that in Cortona, when we when we did the bit where we were giving a speech on like who even, right. how do you that's even funny. come up with that? Like, you know, you go to Cortona, I guess you think, what do we do in a small right. town? But who that would have thought? The mayor? Was it the mayor? Yeah. Like yeah. who would have thought, the like get there. them up there with and the we, mayor to make a speech? Like I don't even know. Oh, because it was a parking. You dedicated <laughs> oh, a parking, oh, right. space. parking spot. That's right. yeah. Yeah. Even that idea, like yeah. I, I don't yeah. know, but don't but know. but it, Frank's right. I mean, it's you're it, pretty much it's letting Conan loose. Yeah, and creating a, just a scenario really yeah. that we think will be fodder. And we pitch him ideas, and he's like, "Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that." Mm-hmm. And then he literally calls them sandboxes, where he's like, "I can." I can work in that and I can improvise in mm-hmm. that. And then we, you just let him go. And then, yes, you chop down, but it's kind of, it's kind of not brains. It's kind of just distilling down the funniest moments. It's right. so just if, spending so much time yeah. with it. Uh, all of the footage would be like this podcast. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly, yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, it's, you feel exposed on a podcast like this because it's not edited and, um, oh, oh. you know, <laughs> it will be my friend. <laughs> You, um, just some arbitrary recollections, uh, you, after the the show was edited and you had a lot of extra material to put online, you came up with the idea of creating an eight minute montage of Conan and I just walking through streets throughout the course of the trip. And it was just me talking about right, right. different facts. Mm-hmm. And I guess you yeah. didn't have, it's called Jordan's long winded tour. And right. I guess you didn't have expectations that it might do well or anything. And I remember it started doing really well. It's eight minutes of just yes, me talking. talking and it's not even comedy. Well, I guess you could argue that it's comedy in the repetition, but it's right. more actual facts and in my interpretations right. about so Italy. How did you get it down to eight minutes? Is the question? <laughs> 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 Yay. I just checked it this morning. Yeah. Um, that, that's the only preparation I've done for this. I checked it and it's like at 4 million views. Oh, which wow. Is nice. Which that's is great. just like, and it's Great. got like 17,000 comments. Show, huh? It no, wasn't yeah. even. Go to sleep. No, okay. I, I just, I, when we're, the show is done, I was like, oh, that, that'll be 
fun to see if I could put it all together. But the one thing that was crazy is the train was never posted on our YouTube. It was posted on uh, the train. I guess no one knew what to do with it because yeah. it was funny. And at one point we yeah. screened it for an audience with the with the thought of maybe putting it in the show and it didn't, there the was no organic, was something, yeah, there was no organic mm. place in the show. They didn't but, understand what soiling meant. <laughs> but it, it, we put it on like the Conan's own website, but we didn't put it on YouTube to this day. And so many fans have posted it on YouTube and it's got like millions and millions of views. And uh, that was just a weird thing that there was nothing, there was no real place for it, but mm -hmm. it was, I think it has some value there comedically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of my favorite things don't end up <laughs> finding yeah. a place in the show because they're just sort of, yes. It, and often it's because it's too long to keep, to, to whittle down to a form that could air on television, I think. Right. So those live on the web I haven't watched the Italy show or, or even the Japan one for years, but when it first went on Netflix, I watched it um, and I hadn't seen it in a while. And I was so impressed by like how the, it's so tight. Like there's mm -hmm. no filler in that show. Right. It's, you know that what you're saying right now is going to be edited out too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're just having a conversation. This is, yeah, uh, this chatting. is organic. I don't know how we you guys run this hours. podcast, but yeah, this Frank's is a real conversation. I don't know why I'm feeling so much tension with Frank throughout this entire <laughs> hour that we've been here. I feel like I'm being attacked constantly from the dark corner of it. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I love Frank. I, the whole enforcer. reason why I'm in any bits is because of Frank. I love you too. I love you too. But, we uh, should wind up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we should yeah, wind yeah, up. Did we, we no, let's um, keep it going. Should we introduce Jason Chalemi? Jason, yeah. hi. Been here. Hey, guys. Um, what, what do you think, which trip was harder logistically between Italy? Italy, was, Italy, harder. Italy, Italy was, was harder, harder yeah. yeah. Because of all the traveling. All we were filming traveling. all the traveling, which yeah. is not usually what we do. Right. And, and just a constant hotel. I mean, we were in a new mm -hmm. hotel every night. We were chat like yeah. in Cortona. We never got our suitcases. Yeah. But it was a labor of love. That was It was a labor of love. But by Saturday, we were shooting that movie promo in Rome mm -hmm. and everyone was exhausted and started like kind of yeah. a little snipe. Everybody was ready. It was yeah. like, yeah. let's just yeah, get Conan through this. Yeah, was not in the best mood Honeymoon that is over. Well, it was like we had the show and this was like an extra, we were just shooting the insert shots for the movie, the Italian movie promo. So, you know, it was running all over town and, and then putting yes. on the tuxedo and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it was kind of... It was a lot. That that was uh, Mike Sweeney's idea. That it was that promo. Yes. That was uh, fantastic. That trailer. Yeah, it's that, beautiful. Yeah. Well, great idea. It and, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Dewey Buffoni. Is that what? Am Dewey Buffoni. Yeah. That that was fun. It was black and white. That was fun to shoot. I just wanted to run around Rome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, which we got to do. So that was fun. But um, no, that was a long slog that week. Well, you just the downtime. You were just in a van traveling. Like it was right. not like, right. all right, you guys have a couple hours break. Like that never happened no. in Italy. I mean, yeah. that rarely happens yeah, ever. Anyway, that's true. But. <laughs> was that your what? What travel show was the hardest for you? It was probably Italy. Yeah. Real. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was to this day. Wow. Yeah. Because there were ones that like were time sensitive, like Mexico yeah, or, those were, or Haiti yeah. or Greenland. Yeah, we're turning them around fast. Yeah. If you didn't have the Pinocchio, would it still be that hard? <laughs> <laughs> that's the question. Uh, um. No, but they're all fun. They're all. I have no complaints. Yeah, they all kind of blend into each other, right? Yeah. Little... And Jason's great. I mean, Jay, we've talked about this before, but Jason always um, seamlessly blends in with the local crew oh, and sure, yeah. and is sort of the the liaison between well, you, crews. Yeah, you. I my sense is you always have this deepest bond with them. with our local fixers. Yeah, because yeah. they're you in the other in country. the other country. And I've been talking to them for a long time beforehand. But there's always like this with. Almost, I, I think they almost, they love you before you even hit the ground because yeah. you've been dealing with them a lot. And mm -hmm. then it just grows spending all week with them. And, it, and I still it, talk to all of them. I literally still yeah. keep in touch with all of them. That's, yeah, it's great. That's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. Well, and one thing you've fantastic. said before many times is that they are, they often are effusive about, oh, we've never met anybody yes. like you guys. Yes. Afterwards, it's always, we've never worked with anyone like this. And when can we do it again? <laughs> oh, wow. It's Which is shocking because it, it always, when we're there, I feel like we're constantly apologizing yes. for yes. having yes. to yes. cancel Sorry. things or right. Right. rearrange or. Um, no, but but I, I think it's you, you're so laid back. I, mm -hmm. I I think it's I very think it's unusual oh, thank you. for a television producer to just be, I don't know, you just, you're very you literally chill. The punches, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absorb the stress from above and yes. then you right. filter it out. Right. I try. You, yeah. no, we have a you good do. Group. I appreciate it. Thank you. But all in all, it's a good group that we all chip in. And yeah. <laughs> but I think everyone, even we all gravitate to you to just like. Like some, sometimes I'll be stressing out and I just Yeah, you listen to all of us you. complain. I know. Yeah, or I just being near you, I'm like, okay, 
things. He's Shlemy's got more to worry. Shlemy's not worried, and he's not worried. If Shlemy is worried, you're in trouble. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I when have you been Thank worried? You. I'm trying to think if there's. Oh, I don't know. And I get worried. Do we ever bit. go into a bit and you're like, uh, I mean, the way Jordan's describing where it's like, this better be worth it. No, not that I feel You that don't way. feel no, that. No, I don't yeah. feel that. I feel good with most of the stuff we have going in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, quickly, if it's not. Yes. Yes. Right. So on, these, on these trips, we really haven't had a lot of those. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, maybe like the like carnival thing. Mayday, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the, the carnival, carnival thing but that was, was I mean, okay. Was, you, know, you never know. You never like, know. You could be you an hour into something and then a switch One thing turns yeah, something or can happen. a person yeah. comes out of left field yeah. and, and it just takes off. Like like in Jerusalem, there was that, that old man. Right. And mm-hmm. the second he said, oh, you're not going to come, we're like, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to go to his. And then in, uh, when Conan was at uh, the Apollo... He was doing a tour of Harlem and this woman came up and just started singing to him. And right. they were mm-hmm. like, oh, let's just incorporate her. Follow them. Yeah. And then that elevated. So you you never. Yeah, no, you're right. No, like you, you, have, you're absolutely you have to right. kind of show up. Right. At the at every place right. and and see what see what happens. And if it wasn't for that uh, idea of going to that parade, we never would have stayed in Luca. Uh, is that right? That's true. Right? That's true. And yeah. We what stayed in Luca, in Luca only to do that. Yeah. yeah and that was quite a town. Right? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Jordan, do you like Luca? Luca's fine. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Luca is an amazing oh. city. It was all, they, they took all the marble from, from the ancient Roman buildings and built these Renaissance buildings. And you see the bones of the, the ancient Roman Colosseum there. Mm. And... And and yet you also see it all the marble repurposed in the cathedrals, and then the French took over and built a giant wall around yeah, with a moat around the whole city. I, I I think it's such a unique city, and I, I don't like your blasé attitude towards Luca. I'm only being honest. It's it's right, uh, and I'm only being honest. When I when You're, I I've never was that been your first time upset. there. Yeah, that was my first. Conan had been. I know Conan had had a previous trip there, and he was always ex- maybe he hyped it for me, and I. And on Didn't food, Luca is famous for doubling up their yolks and their pasta. So it's <laughs> well, we it's talked ex- about, no, yeah. it's extra, extra eggy. Extra they were, they eggy, were a historically yeah. wealthy city. But yeah, sometimes right. you click with a place, like with a person, right. and sometimes you don't, and there's no logic behind it. it well, I think you need to go back there and spend more time there. I think you'll fall in love with it. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Have you been back to Italy since we went? I, I, went, I did go once. I noticed that the sandwich stand in Florence had a picture up of our shoot there. Oh, really? Which was kind of cool to see. Oh, that's, that's cool. Sweet. And um, I, I guess if the last Any places thing, we ruined. 
Well, <laughs> what, what shocks me is I've always been a fan of visiting movie locations that have had an impact on me. Mm-hmm. I would drive around South Carolina because I saw the Prince of Tides and-, and Under uh, the Tuscan Sun. Um, stuff like that. But yeah, so many people that have seen this show recreate this trip that we took. Really? They, uh, in, in excruciating detail, they go to the same restaurants, they'll order the same food. How do you know what? this? Um, I get all these, I, and I've, I've shared some of them with you. Is there Jordan. a hashtag? No, I get all these messages of people- um, Thank you, Team Coco. I'm here at Ifratellini in Florence, or I'm here at La Logetta in Cortona. Really? And um, and then yeah, I got I have friends that work at that restaurant, and they're always reporting back. Someone wanted to know exactly what table you and Conan sat in. Everyone always uh, wants that uh, table. Where to put the tripods? Same thing. Even Douay, <laughs> even Douay in New York. I got one recently, which is now uh, so long ago, 2008. They wanted the exact same table, and they they wanted to know what we ordered and stuff like that, which which is just shocking to me. That How much time do you spend online searching for yourself? Uh, this is the yeah, tension. I, I feel like every question of yours is loaded with some kind of accusation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd attack you, but we're the hosts, yes, and we have to we, remain jovial. That's why we brought and, Frank in. And we're very credulous about everything you say, but Frank is there to- I have free reign. Yeah, it's my show. Stir the pot. I could derail it. Okay. I could do anything. Stir that pot. Uh, oh, uh, a, a Florence sandwich shop just opened in New York, and uh, it's also- Antico Vinaya. And it's opening hmm. here in LA, yeah. two oh. locations. That's not the one we ate at. No, the bread there is a little too doughy for me. They too use doughy. a focaccia. Too doughy. A little too doughy, all Antico Vinaya. It's another mm. one of these places, they have like huge lines even in Florence. Uh, this is just personal preference. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't want to say anything objectively right. bad about them. I'm sure the quality of the meat is high. The prosciutto is probably very thin. It's thinly sliced. Um, but but uh, my favorite was Ifratellini. It's no Whole Foods. Okay. Is, yeah, street stand. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should end well, on that was That was fun. That was fun. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having That's us. That's Our many thanks to Jordan Schlansky, Jason Chalemi, and Frank Smiley for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for walking down the hallway. Yeah, man. I don't know how we snagged you <laughs> once again. Um, and, you know, we didn't even cover a lot of the Japan episode. Right. Some of my favorite things. What were some of your favorite things? Well, I loved that <laughs> that piece where we hired the fake family for oh, Conan. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, because you had read an article, right? That was sort of where that came from. My wife saw it in the New Yorker. Oh, cool! And uh, and told me about it, and it was like, oh, this seems like a no brainer. (laughs) And and it's just about a company in Tokyo where loneliness is such is so endemic in Japan that this company was created where you can rent family family members to hang out with you, like a spouse or, or children, and it seemed. Crazy, but so we but went also there. Maybe brilliant. It it's may lo- be brilliant. so low stakes. You don't have to have any baggage with that person. It did seem invented for a travel show, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> so we went there, and um, yes, we showed up at this uh-huh. tiny office. Yeah. I remember that off. <laughs> it was really hot inside, and we always have to yes. turn off the air conditioning because the noise of the noise. And I just remember watching. You know, we had two like pretty strapping camera guys right. and they were sitting down. And I, I remember one of them, there was just a drip from his right. face onto the ground and I was watching this puddle grow. We, we all were. And, <laughs> and I think we were amazed by it because he wasn't moving. Like yeah. he was literally standing still. Like a statue. And the camera was on sticks, I believe, <laughs> on a tripod. And we're like, why is he sweaty? Why he is was, he? But it was just a, right. a, I mean, a constant drip. Right. <laughs> and then at the end, it, you know, we were like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta mop up in here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we kind of made a mess, but uh, um, and you forgot the two strapping male writers that oh, were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did I forget that? I know. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, so yeah, um, and we by the end of that visit in the office, we had assembled a family for Conan to rent. Yeah, he had picked people out of a binder yeah. full of faces. Yes. And we, <laughs> we didn't know who he'd end up with. No. It was literally based on his response to... Just a knee-jerk reaction to people's eyes. Uh, yes, their photo. <laughs> whether they'd laugh at his jokes, I think, is probably yeah. his sole criteria, I would hope. And uh, yeah, we, we rented a wife, mm-hmm. a father. A f- yes. Which and uh, um, a daughter, a daughter, and he got to, I, I think, repair a lot of childhood wounds with yes. them. Yes, he got to do a lot of role playing mm-hmm. 
with this family that couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> but they, he taught them how to laugh. Ex- at the right exactly. Places. That was, no, it's a great segment. Mm-hmm. It, I have to say, it's just very funny. I, I, I wonder if he keeps in touch with them. Yeah. yeah. You might see them every week. I know. What? He could be one of those guys who has a whole... A second family. You're right. Yeah. I, I like those those second family guys where they don't even know about each other till the guy dies. Right. How That's do they amazing. pull that off? I don't know. That sounds so stressful to it's me. It's so hard. I can't even lie if I have like two right. appointments at the same time. I free right. rides. I panic. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Imagine having to yeah. like have a weekend family and a weekday yeah. family and you're constantly making excuses. and Right. And they want to go see a movie that you already saw with your other yeah. family and you have to, I guess, Pre- pretend you didn't yeah. see. Oh my God. It's... I know. It's exhausting. And then, they, but part of me also thinks maybe they do know and they're just... They're like, the well, families. yeah, like maybe, maybe it's okay that he's not here on the weekend. Yeah. How do you not figure that? Especially today with like smartphones and everything you've got to, yeah. you know what I mean? There's just, I, I could see 20 years ago. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, when he's gone yeah, for two weeks. Yeah. He just faxes us to let us I remember, know he's okay. I remember they did an expose on a pilot who had, cause he was an airplane pilot. He was yeah. always on the road. He had three families. Oh wow! And he kept them. He kept them all. Up, juggled them all. Ah! Oh. Juggled them all. And just can you imagine the? Yeah, the, the multitasking. Ima- oh my god! I know. He and having but, to he see a movie three times. Stress. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be like I would crash the plane. I would just be like I can't take it anymore. Um. Let's see, we've gotten a little, we strayed a little from Japan. Oh, I was going to say though, Japan Japan is one of the only countries, because I always think of these trips, we never get to do much sightseeing when we're in a country. No. And so I'm really just kind of bookmarking things that I want to do again. In in normal times? In the future, yeah. And Tokyo is one of the only places I actually got to go back to (sighs) after our trip. That's great. Yeah, and it was so wonderful to then be there as a tourist. And and not have... And get to enjoy... Have a camera crew following yeah, you and like, right. what, what are we shooting next? Yeah. And like, how do we find pizza for mm-hmm. Conan for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how long after we were in Japan did you get to return um, to Tokyo? It was later that year. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And we went and, and I went to Tokyo and then uh-huh. I went um, to Kyoto. Kyoto, yeah. And it, I spent about 10 days there and it was uh. just so lovely. But it was nice to have had a little bit of a primer. Yes, on our travel show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure that made you, having been there for work, and mm-hmm. then it must, it must have made it even more enjoyable. Yeah, it was. I knew exactly where to rent the uh-huh. fake family uh-huh. for the week. <laughs> in, in case your date wasn't working. Out. Right. <laughs> I, I did that once with Berlin. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and I had That'd the exact same. Um, I got to go back a month later. So we went there and shot oh, that show. Or no, yeah. it was two months later. And then my wife was there on a, a book tour. And I was like, I'm going. That's perfect. I had the week off. So I was like, I'm going with you. Yeah. And it was fantastic. I have a dominatrix already yeah. lined up. <laughs> but you and I were both all set. We didn't really. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah, we no could have just gone alone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, hey, I have a treat yes. for us. What's that? It's another. Food? It's a listener question. Oh, fuck. I'm fuck, sorry. I it was food. <laughs> All right. What's the question? I shouldn't have let you guess. Um, we have a really sweet fan. His name is Felix. Mm. He's a nine year old in Austin, Texas. Okay. And he wrote to us about his love of Conan and specifically the. Conan Without Borders Japan episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like he he wants a new family too. (laughs) (sighs) Why can't they be my parents? Here's what Felix wrote in. Hi, my name is Felix. I'm doing a nine-year-old boy voice. Yeah. I am nine years old and live in Austin, Texas. Every night before dinner, I beg my parents to watch Conan Without Borders. I think Conan is the funniest person in the world. My favorite episode is the one when Conan visits Japan. I loved his fake family. Oh. Wow. Conan is my favorite celebrity. I like him even more than all the Marvel characters and more than Stewie Griffin. That is wow. high Hard praise indeed. If Conan visits my house, I want to bring him to an arcade so we can play laser tag. I also want to go swimming in our pool and jump off our waterfall. At night, I want to bring him to my favorite sushi restaurant in our neighborhood. We can order salmon. Maybe he can teach me how to be a stand-up comedian too. I hope you and Conan received this letter. Thank you for reading it. 
from Felix. <laughs> wow. Uh, sushi at nine. I know. He's very sophisticated. <laughs> and he's got a waterfall. Yeah. Okay. I know. I, we might need to go visit Felix. That is the typical nine-year-old Conan fan profile. <laughs> yeah, he's a New Yorker reader. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> um, uh, so we actually gave Felix a call because um, we needed to find out if any of this was true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's what he said. Hi, Felix. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Well, I'm Jesse. This is Mike. Hi. We're here with our friend Jordan Schlansky. Hi, Felix. Hi. Well, th- thank you for writing. I, I, we love that you love the Conan uh, travel shows, and your favorite is when he goes to Japan. Yes. Well, we heard that you just actually went to Japan with your family. Felix. Yes. I drink Prakari sweat. You did. Whoa, wow. Oh my gosh. So when we were there, we found Pakari sweat in the vending machines and it's a beverage. What would you what do you think it tastes like? Does it taste like sweat? Well, it's not salty. I can tell you that for a fact. It's <laughs> sweet. It's like sweet. It's the exact opposite. So I'm assuming you've tasted sweat. I mean, we've all tasted sweat. And it's a little salty, right? Yeah. I got two bottles of it because, I mean, uh-huh. I thought it was really good. That's great. That was their two sales for the day. No, there might be. It might be popular there. I, I, I had to find it in, in a Japanese store because I could not find it in any of the vending machines. For some reason, it was sold out. Huh. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Yeah, that vending machine neighborhood we went to is a very, it was just the corner of one neighborhood. It was a very, it was kind of a strange Kind of place. a ghost town. Yeah, it was a ghost town. There was no one around and it, it all, there were no other, no one using the vending machines except us. Do any of your friends in your grade know about Conan? Uh, are, no. Are they fans? They're clueless. No. They're, <laughs> you're the only one who knows. They're still on those Marvel characters. Yeah. I can't believe you like Conan better than all of the Marvel characters. All of them. Yeah. I, there's no Marvel that's character that's better than Conan. <laughs> Not even. That's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so much for talking to us. Thanks, Felix. We'll and writing this lovely letter. It's so nice to meet Conan's only nine-year-old fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. It was really nice ta- chatting with you. Yeah, you're Take welcome. Care. Take care, Felix. Bye. 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 Thank you to Felix for writing in. And if you have a question for us. With or and whether or not your family owns a waterfall or not, uh, we're <laughs> open either way. Give us a call at 323-209-1079. Or, of course, email us at insideconanpod at gmail.com. And if you like the show, you can support us by rating Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast on iTunes and leaving us a review. Thank you. Do you have to do both? Can you do one uh, or the other? I, no, I think you can just rate without reviewing. Okay. But you can't review without rating. Oh, okay. Well, I guess rate and review. Yeah, rate and review. And uh, you know what rhymes with that? We love you. We love you. We love you. (laughs) Who are these lovers? (laughs) Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Our producer is Lisa Byrne. Team Coco's executive producers are Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and Nick Liao. Engineered and mixed by Joanna Samuel. Our talent bookers are Gina Batista and Paula Davis with assistance from Maddie Ogden. Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan or an enemy (laughs) on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Put on your hat, it's the Conan Show. Try on some spats, you're gonna have a laugh. Give birth to a calf, it's Conan. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.